Yo, yo, yo. This is No Name Podcast. No Name Podcast. No Name Podcast. It's your girl Dion. Dion Hart. Every week, new content, new topics. Sex, love, money, drive, spirituality. Spirituality? No, no, no name podcast. Close. Yo, yo, what up? What up? Oh, what's up? I'd like to welcome you back to No Name Podcast, where we are talking about all things spirituality and reality in totality. Let me stop. All right. I'm your host for today. My name is Dion Hart. Thank you so much for joining us again. And just holding space, not only for yourself, but each other. So if you showed up again, and you like the sound of my voice, and you like what I'm talking about, I fucks with you. Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, because we have this very interesting love-hate relationship. The topic of today is going to be routine. Routine. What is routine? And how do I build one? And what should I add to it to make sure that it is most effective? Dictionary.com says that routine is a sequence of actions or procedures regularly performed for a special reason or desired outcome. Now, I know some of you may already be thinking, I already have a set routine in place that I do every day to look and feel more productive. And if you do, that is awesome. But let me ask you this. Is your routine physically or spiritually productive? When you're done with the tasks, are you anxiously awaiting the next task or do you feel calm, centered, and present? The type of routine I'm talking about is a spiritual routine. And this type of routine is something that should be based on your specific goals. And I know that that looks very different to very different people. So this is not to get confused with career or physical goals, but this is more so an emotional state of being that you wish to not only feel more often, but to intentionally attract in other people. A spiritual routine is a series of things that create positive momentum in your day and is usually based around some type of like personal creation. Something that when you do it, you feel good about yourself and It may even be something that other people don't even know that you do, but rest assured that they can tell whether you've been getting it done or not based on the way that you're acting. Some of the things on my list are singing, uh, playing my guitar, meditation, Tai Chi, dancing, writing, reading, journaling, Or just creating this podcast for me has definitely been some type of spiritual release. Now, if you're anything like me and you have this long list of laundry of things that you can do to feel good, but don't necessarily have the time to do all of them, you have to be realistic about the things that you put on your daily spiritual routine list. It should be things that you can not only get done effectively, but things that you know that you can get done in the quickest amount of time, it can get you where you need to be emotionally. 
Like I can set this groundwork foundation and get this, knock this out in like two hours. And I know that I'm ready for whatever gets thrown my way. Um, sidebar. Another thing that helps me to stay on track is to create a to-do list from the night before. This is not to get confused with my spiritual routine. They're both two different things. My to-do list is something that I have to get up and physically get done in my next day. For example, do laundry, go grocery shopping, pick up dry cleaning, things like that. While my spiritual routine is something that emotionally grounds me before I even get up and look at that to-do list the next day. So one shows me what to do on a daily, while the other teaches me how to be on a daily. Does that make sense? Everybody on the same page? So we got two lists, one to spiritually ground me and another to physically take me about my day. Okay, cool. When creating these lists, it's important to plan ahead for distractions. Uh, you know, things like that friend or family member calling you and wanting to speak for an hour or you posting a post on social media that was supposed to take five minutes and it ended up being a two hour scroll. Mm -hmm. We all been there and that's fine. But how I plan ahead for my distractions is I bought a stopwatch. Now, I know this is like a simple thing, but this has helped me tremendously in keeping track of how long it takes me to do certain things. So, for example, I know I need to get all these things on my to-do list done. I'll set my stopwatch for like 30 to 40 minutes. Meanwhile, I know I have an hour to get it done. If I get those things done in that 30 minutes or 40 minutes, I know that there's still some kind of leeway for me to be distracted. I leave some type of room in my day with this stopwatch. Everybody has a stopwatch on their phone, right? But the reason why I bought a stopwatch separately from my phone is because once I pick up my phone, I'm susceptible to so many other distractions as opposed to just having this stopwatch. And the only thing that's main purpose is just to beep when it's time for me to segue into a different part of my day. Another thing that I do is document my process. Might sound cheesy, but keep a journal. Write in this journal every single day, a quick free write. And your journal outline can look something like this. For example, work out for an hour is what I'm supposed to do. Then we document how long did you actually get that workout done? Did you actually do a full hour? Did you do an hour and 15? Did you maybe do only 20 minutes? Document that. And then write a small free write underneath that of how you felt getting that thing done or not done. It happens. To add on top of the documentation process, I went ahead and bought myself some gold stickers. So I reward myself. So basically on the days that I get all of the things done on my spiritual routine list, I give myself a gold sticker. If I get my spiritual routine list and my to-do list done, I'm kicking ass. I'm killing it. I'm giving myself two stickers and I feel amazing. It's important to uh, reward ourselves. Um, I don't know specifically why, but I know that it does something chemically in our brain to acknowledge when we've accomplished something that we wanted to get done and give ourselves that positive affirmation for getting it done because you damn sure ain't going to skip any meals when you don't get something done and you hear that negative self-talk saying like, oh, I'm a dumbass or I forgot that thing or however, whatever form it comes to you, you have that conversation with yourself. So it's important to be mindful and have that same conversation when you do get something done.
So that's helped me out. The stopwatch and the gold stickers. Now, how I troubleshoot that is I do that for a week. So let's say I got my spiritual routine. I got my to-do list. I've documented it and got my stopwatch, all of those things. And I do it for a week. On week two, it's time to review my journal of week one. What do you see? Do you have any stickers? Check your free rights. How are you feeling in that week? Were you frustrated? Were you happy? Were you sad? And compared to this week, now you can set new goals for week two based off of week one and the adjustments. You can also find out things like, can I add more time to this routine? Or can I do that routine in less time? Does it feel better to do this routine during the day or at night before I go to bed? Can I do a two a day? Am I a boss? Can I do this twice a day to make sure that I'm really on this high flying disc? So many ways that you can figure out how to make those adjustments for yourself. What are some of the benefits of building a spiritual routine? It is said that you can reduce stress levels as the brain isn't constantly in this critical mode of thinking by creating a spiritual routine. So you know that no matter what, if I did this thing, I feel happier or more content than if I didn't do it. It's kind of like this autopilot feature that's teaching you discipline while sharpening your skill set of your personal practice. Um, becoming more aware of your emotional state and knowing the things to do to get yourself back to neutral when you feel yourself downward spiraling for whatever reason. It also builds self-confidence and a momentum in your ability to execute feeling good. You don't allow your emotions to control you. I feel like the most powerful people on the planet are people who have control of their emotions. Every book based on success that I've ever read always had a, some type of section talking about how to control your emotional states of being. Because when you do that, you are grounded and nothing can really shake you. Um, what else? Keeping track of success. That's a great way to do that. Keeping track of your spiritual success by journaling and writing those things down, it doesn't just become a hope or belief to be more of a common-centered person one day. It's a literal series of calculated steps that you take every single day to make sure that you are in a, the right alignment to get the things done that you need to get done the way that you want them to get done. What are the negative side effects of creating a spiritual routine? Hmm. While I didn't find many negative side effects, I will say this. On the days that I try to get my spiritual routine done quickly, I don't necessarily get it done effectively. And on the days that I try to get it done effectively, it's not so much of a quick process. So there's definitely something there to be said about time balance. Hey, sometimes I fall short and that's just life. And I keep going and I troubleshoot and I move forward. Um, also, you want to monitor emotional spikes. When you complete your daily routine versus the incompletion of your daily routine. Emotionally, check in with yourself. Like, what's the difference between when I do it versus when I don't do it? Do I feel agitated? Or do I feel relaxed? Document it. Document it all. Most important thing about building the spiritual routine is when you don't get the things that you wanted to get done on your list, 
Congratulations. Your plane is nose diving into the ground of the things that you were supposed to get done for your day. First thing you want to do is relax and forgive yourself. Allow yourself to nose dive deep into wherever it is that you end up and know that you're going to be just fine. Not every day is going to be a successful day, but building a spiritual practice is something that can teach you how to be on alert for moments that you're out of alignment and the things that you can do to get back into alignment before it's too late. So it's a process of fine tuning is really what it boils down to. And it has definitely helped me in just becoming a better person, how to become more stable in my emotions towards myself, but also stable in my emotions towards others that I know can rattle me easily. How do I stay zen and not fuck you up? You know what I'm saying? These are just a few tidbits that I use on my everyday practice. Um, I'm not always successful. I would say like 60, 40, like 60, maybe 65, 35, you know, every day is different. But I will say that I've seen drastic differences in me just paying attention and babysitting my emotions and how I feel. If you like this podcast, like, share, subscribe, comment below about certain things that you do maybe in your everyday practice that helps you get more grounded and in tune with yourself. Um, we're here to help each other live, grow, succeed, prosper in the best way that we can. So this is an open space for you to just describe that experience. I know for me, some days I'm high flying and other days I'm falling out the plane. But on each day, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at just fine-tuning, troubleshooting, just getting closer to the essence that is Dion. And I just want to share that progress with you guys. So thank you so much if you made it this far into the podcast. Spiritual routines are cool. They are the way to go for 2020. Um, thank you so much for listening to No Name Podcast. Again, my name is Dion Hart. And I will see you next week with a new topic.